The chase is on. Welcome to Chasing Ball Game, and it's great to have you back on board for a Wednesday. I am Jimmy Brown. You can find me at Chasing Ball Game on Twitter or Facebook, and I'll be your host for the next 15 minutes or so as we give you a quick dose of all that you need to know in the sports betting world. But before we get started, I've been getting a few questions, and I wanted to talk about them before we got the show uh, up and running. The first one is, what is Chasing Ball Game? Well, in short, it's a quick podcast. We try to do it in 15 minutes or less because we know time is money. We know that you don't have a lot of time and we want to get you as much information as possible. Um, They asked what our schedule was. Our schedule is basically uh, right now it is Monday through Thursday because we want to give you as much information as possible. When the season starts, we're going to go Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. And we just want you to have that schedule so you can stay on board. And the the essence of the show is now, especially with social media, everybody's trying to be the first one to get the information out there. They don't necessarily care about being right. We're trying to avoid that. What we're looking for is good information, solid information. We're going to put it all together, and we're going to present it to you guys in a quick format. So the other question that we get often is, what is a chaser? Well, a chaser is anybody who posts that kind of information, sports information. Maybe it's a journalist. Maybe it's a fan. uh, Maybe it's anybody who likes sports or likes to bet on sports. We grab that information. We give them credit for that information because it's not our information, and we put it right here on the show for you. The last question I want to talk about is, why new interviews? Everybody asks me, why don't you interview people, experts or fans or whatever? Well, most of the interviews I hear, especially from fans, aren't good. They're garbage. They're either somebody getting on the air and talking about how great their team is or they're complimenting the host. I'm not against that. If you want to compliment host, you know where to find me. I'm ready. Um, But it really takes away from what the show can offer, and it really clouds up the information that you're looking for. If you want to be on this show, all you have to do is hit me up on Twitter, again, at Chasing Ball Game or Facebook. And if you share something good, I'm going to make sure to give you the credit. Anyway, let's get it all started with a rundown of today's show and what you can expect. First, we're going to read between the lines. We're headlines all over the place are covered with news about the Dallas Cowboys and their three stars and holdouts and contracts. What does it all mean? It really doesn't mean what you're hearing. That's why we're going to read between the lines. I'm going to break it down for you. I'm going to tell you exactly what it means for you. Then we have the college football free-for-all. The college football season is getting closer. All week, we've been breaking down games from the week one slate, giving you a quick preview and a pick. We've done it so many times, we're going to do it one more time. We focus on a home underdog who's going to have some bite. And then Pigskin Primer, we're talking the NFL, and we're going to go to what's called a calendar crutch. That segment is where we look at the calendar for the upcoming season. We talk about teams that may be in a good or bad spot, and we want you to just circle the date. So then you can pay attention to that line as we get closer and closer. So get your pen ready to go. And then we're going to go for a trend to track. Trends are crazy in the sports betting world, but we offer up a trend to track that is one that has been around for a long time. It's had some consistency, but we're going to break it down and show you exactly what it means and what you can get from it, and more importantly, why it pays out. Then we're going to wrap up the show with a detailed sports betting preview of Tom Brady and the world champion New England Patriots. As always, Chasing Ball Game is wicked quick with a pick, so let's get started. We're going to read between the lines, and look, if you listen to sports radio, if you uh, watch sports on TV, any kind of shows, all you're hearing about is the Dallas Cowboys. All you're hearing about is Ezekiel Elliott, Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones. Stephen Jones talking about how he wants to pay everybody, but he can't. And Jerry Jones talking about he can win without a running back. And Ezekiel Elliott's camp talking about how he'll sit out all year if he doesn't get um, a deal. So what's all this mean? Real simple. Every area is trying to save face. 
whether it's Jerry Jones and the Cowboys, whether it's Zeke Elliott, Dak Prescott, they're all trying to save face. They know the Cowboys are a popular team. They know everybody talks about them. The last thing they want to do is look like money-grubbing people just in it for the money and not for the fans. For example, think about Melvin Gordon. His holdout is arguably much worse than the Zeke Elliott holdout, but nobody outside of San Diego is talking about the Chargers. That's because the Cowboys have that kind of heat. Everybody talks about them. So what's that mean to you? Well, the line move. Originally, the Cowboys were plus 140 to win the NFC East. I'm looking at plus 160 right now. Not only that, but they're about even money to make the playoffs. Win total sits about nine. That's a decent win total. But if Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott, Mari Cooper all paid in the lineup, I think there's some value betting on the Cowboys. I'm not going to tell you I'm going to do that because I'm not ready to. But I think you have value taking a team like the Cowboys at plus 160 right now if you think they're going to win because I think sooner or later everybody's going to get in the camp. Plus, they play the Redskins and the Giants twice. They have a game against the Lions, the Bills, and Jets. Look, I'm not saying they're going to win them all, but these odds change when these deals are signed. So keep an eye out for that. Now on the college football free-for-all. And, again, a ton of games to talk about. We've already covered the Florida and the Miami game. We covered UCLA and Cincinnati. Please look back for those games. Today we're going to talk about Virginia Tech at Boston College. Right now everybody's betting on Virginia Tech. They're minus 2.5 on the road. 76% of the money are on the Hokies. And I'll be honest with you, I don't get it. Boston College head coach Steve Adazio, all that guy does is win. Eagles have won seven games in five of his last six seasons. They run the rock. They have a good offensive line. They have A.J. Dillon, who's going to be another Heisman guy in the backfield. I know they changed some coaches. They got offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. I do have some concerns on defense. Last season, the Eagles started eight seniors on defense when they played the Hokies, along with two juniors. Now they're going to start only two seniors on defense, and they could have as many as six freshmen on the field, especially if they're running like a two-deep set. A little bit of concern there, but more concern for the Hokies. They're coming off their first losing season since 90, 1992 and starting off on the road, especially as Chalk losing key players, not having a lot of depth. Depth Quarterback Ryan Willis, he's inconsistent. In fact, they haven't even named him the starter yet on offense. They've got a lot going on. Plus, if you want trends, I got them for you. The Hokies, 3-7 and seven against the spread in the last 10 road games, 1-5 against the spread in the last six conference games. BC Eagles on the other side. How about this? 11-3-1 against spread in the last 15 conference games. 15-6-1 against spread their last 22 games overall. Boston College, they have a very tough schedule at the end of the year. Last year, they collapsed at the end of the year. They can't afford to lose a home opener in which they should win. Be honest with you, I'm surprised they're underdogs. Give me Boston College plus two and a half. Now, on to the pigskin primer, and the first thing we're going to do is talk about the calendar crunch. Again, all we do is look at the schedule and we find out some areas that we could take advantage of. Last time out, we talked about the Raiders and how they have one of the worst schedules in the NFL, and that's true, no doubt about it. In fact, last time out, I told you a game where you want to fade the Raiders because it was going to be a very tough spot, but they also have some good spots. In fact, I highlighted a game that is a good chance that they will be in a good position to win because the Raiders face a league-high four non-division opponents caught in the middle of a division sandwich. If you don't know what a division sandwich is, it's very simple. They play one team in division, a team out of division, and then a team in division. The theory is they're going to be looking ahead to that team in division and overlook the team that they're actually playing, which in this case is the Raiders. Game that stands out to me, 
the game against the Tennessee Titans. Titans come off a bye week in week 11. They're going to host the Jaguars, oh, by the way, division, play at the Colts, which to me could be the biggest divisional game of the year for this team because if the Titans have a chance, they have to win against the Colts and at the Colts. Then they travel all the way out to the West Coast to take on the Raiders before returning home to take on the divisional rival Houston Texans. Very, very tough spot for uh, the Titans. And right now, I looked at the lines, which are out for every single game. This game is currently a pick 'em, which means you can get the Oakland Raiders at home to beat the Tennessee Titans in a divisional sandwich at a pick 'em. I am not waiting for this one. I am buying in now, and I'm taking the Raiders in that game. Now, let's move on to trend to track. Let me give you a very stern warning, if you will, on trends. They can be tricky. Um, people will ignore trends when they should, I hope. Some people will follow any trend. It doesn't matter if a team is 10-0 and on a Saturday when they got up at 7 a.m. and they're wearing orange uniforms. you got to be careful. But today we're going to talk about one that everyone has heard about, the Super Bowl hangover trend. Basically, it's a bet against the Super Bowl winner and the Super Bowl loser in the first week of the NFL season. Super Bowl losers, 2-12-2 against the spread since 2003. Not good news for the Rams who are a road shock against the Panthers to start things off. And since 2000, Super Bowl winners 11-6-1 against the spread in week one of the following season. Patriots have been in the spot five times before during that span. They've only been 3-2 and two against the spread, which includes getting hammered by the Chiefs, if you remember that, in week one of the 2017 season. So be careful. And why do I think these trends are there? Well, I think these trends are there, good or bad, because I gave you one of both, because of value. Super Bowl teams, teams that played in the Super Bowl and now are going to be playing in week one, barring injuries, retirements, or big changeovers, are highly valued. So you're going to get an inflated lineup. Not only that, but a lot of these teams are playing good opponents the first week, especially the Super Bowl team, because they want to have a marquee matchup. Now, does that mean these teams are going to have a losing season overall? No. In fact, maybe the opposite. The team that won the Super Bowl averaged 10 and a half regular season victories the following season and reached the playoffs in 16 of the last 24 seasons. This research I'm bringing you, by the way, courtesy of Dan O'Neill from 710 AM in Seattle. I want to make sure he gets credit because he put together a nice article. The team that lost the Super Bowl averaged 9.2 victories, made the playoffs in 15 of the 24 seasons. Last 24 teams to win the Super Bowl prior to this season, only two had a losing record the following season. Of the last 24 teams to lose the Super Bowl prior to the season, however, eight had a losing record for the following season. Most recently, the Panthers, who really bottomed out and went 6-10 and 10 after losing to the Broncos in the Super Bowl. So, now, again, these teams are all different. Some of them had turnover. One of those teams was the Broncos team when Elway retired. So, you have to look at it differently. Usually, that means the team that lost the Super Bowl has a better chance of losing than the team that has won the Super Bowl. But it's something you have to keep an eye on, and that's why I shared these trends. But speaking of Super Bowl participants, today's NFL betting preview is on the New England Patriots. Now, our previews here at Chasing Ballgame are a tad different because I don't like to just repeat all the new arrivals, departures, coaches. I assume you know all this stuff, especially if you're a fan of the Patriots or you like the NFL. So it's more of a betting approach. I do have some details involved that can be a bit more mainstream, but it's a nice mix, or at least hopefully it is. Let's start with the odds. The Patriots, huge favorites pretty much across the board, minus 380 to win the East, minus 850 to make the playoffs, plus 330 to win the AFC, and plus 750, one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl. The win total on this team sits at 11 games. Now that number seems about right. I mean, the Patriots have gone over 11 wins in eight of the last nine seasons, but do me a favor. 
Don't be the lazy handicapper who bets on the Patriots in every category I mentioned just because they're the Patriots. I hear it all the time whenever somebody tells me the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl, the Patriots are going to have 15 wins, 80 wins, whatever they're going to say. I always ask why, and I hear it all the time. Because they're good. Because they have been. Stop it. Just stop it right now. I get it. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, arguably the best on the planet, the best that's ever played the game. I get it. But it's just lazy. You got to do your homework. First of all, to me, Brady's contract makes things pretty interesting. And now, by now, hopefully you know, He's got two void years on the end of it. He got an $8 million raise, but the big point is he's basically going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Super interesting to me because if anything happens with Brady, gets injured, God forbid, or if anything happens with this team where they are not a robust 13-win team, it'll be very interesting to see what kind of pressure this brings on. Now, I think there's huge trust in this organization, which means I don't think they're going to let Brady walk. I think they're going to pay Brady, and and I don't think they want to eat those contract years too. So I think they're going to make this work. However, if it gets to that point, there's going to be a lot of speculation and distractions around this team. That could play a role. Plus, we all know about their offense. Their issues on wideout. Gronk is gone. Edelman's hurt. Um, they're they're letting backup quarterbacks at Ling go out there and get some reps. They got guys like Demarius Thomas still in the pup recovering from a torn Achilles. Even rookie wideout Nikhil Harry, who I really like, by the way, he got hurt in camp. And I know what you're saying. I know, but the Patriots have done this before. They've done it in the past. They have role players. They'll figure it out. They'll throw to running backs. They get stop it, stop it. The defense even last year was middle of the pack. They weren't even that good. Now, I, brought, I know they brought in some key players. I know they got Bennett and Collins back. But this does not scream to me like a league-changing defense, which is pretty important in an AFC that's getting better and better. I mean, the Colts, Chiefs, and Browns should all have pretty good offenses. Even the Jets have improved. To me, the Patriots will have a tougher time getting home field advantage that they have in the past. Actually, they wouldn't even got the first round by if the Texans didn't blow it last year. So to me, if at any time they know they're not going to have home field advantage or a first round by... They're going to stay healthy. They're going to cruise to the end of the season. We've seen the Patriots do it before. They kind of laid up in that Miami game last year on that Hail Mary flip-flop lateral play. Look, the Patriots are going to make the playoffs. They're a good team. But 11 wins is just too high. And you can still get the push. That's what I like about the 11. I'm not betting 10.5 under. 11 is great. I'd love to see it at 11.5. I'll definitely take the under. But even if you say they sweep the Bills, Dolphins, they beat the Bengals, Redskins, and Giants, they still have to sweep and or beat teams like the Jets, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Baltimore, KC, Philly, Houston, Dallas. These are all very good teams just to get over the 11 win mark. I just don't see that happening. For this season, give me under 11 wins for the New England Patriots. That will do it for Chasing Ball Game. Thanks for taking time to tune into the show. Make sure you follow us for the latest episodes. We are on Anchor. We're on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you want iTunes, wherever you want to find us, we're there. And if we're not there, we're getting there. Join in the fun. Become a chaser. All you have to do is be featured right here on an episode of the Chasing Ball Game podcast. Connect with me on Twitter or Facebook at Chasing Ball Game. I'll make sure you get depressed, just like the latest chasers who I followed or shared information from, like Dan O'Neill. You can follow him at Danny O'Neill. Great follow. I suggest you do that. Make sure you subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode as we get closer to kickoff of the NFL season. The NFL preseason kicks off tomorrow, so you know we'll be back for that. We'll be back with NFL preseason information, college football, free-for-all, and, of course, more picks. Until then, win big at the betting window and keep on chasing.